Welcome to the Stoic Sage. In this podcast, we are dedicated to using past knowledge tested by time to empower people of today. This podcast series includes discussions around modern challenges utilizing wisdom from nearly 2,000 years ago with the goal of bringing about how to think rather than what to think. Welcome to the journey to sagehood. We must recognize the need to train and discipline our own character. Marcus Aurelius Welcome to the short series, Creatures of Habit, podcast series where we discuss the reality of our existence, being that we are, first and foremost, Creatures of Habit. In the last episode of Creatures of Habit, we discussed how our habits are rooted in the depths of our past human experience. We are, in a sense, controlled by the habits that we were instilled, that were instilled in us, more than likely from childhood. For today's topic, we discuss the next step from identifying the very habits. How do you manage the habits after we have understood the root? By the way, it doesn't have to be bad habits that you have noticed or self-actualized, but also the ones that you want to create. So whichever your goal is, the key to creating a new habit is understanding the root of how it's created. That is consistently by disciplining oneself. So that's how it's created. You have to understand that you have to consistently discipline oneself. That's how new habits are created or how you reshape previous habits. What does that look like in actuality, though? I mean, let's ask ourselves a few questions. How many times have you told yourself no? How many times have you told yourself, I know I'm tired, but I have to keep going? How many times have you told yourself, be better? I choose today to be better. doesn't matter what happened yesterday. doesn't matter what happened in the last hour. doesn't matter what happened Just now, I can choose to be better. How many times have you told yourself, I'm not born just for comfort. I am born to take action. This is a good one. My growth is completely optional. That one always gives me chills. Or it is within my control to ensure my mindset is positive, especially when you have decided to move forward. So to discipline yourself, it's a process of mentally telling yourself and negotiating with your mind of what actions are worthy of taking. Staying in bed is nice and your brain will beg you to stay stay in there if it's comforting, but it is discipline that will get you up and out, knowing that life is meant to be lived. I mean, you could also say, well, no, actually work is what's getting me out. But you know that somebody will discipline you. If you're late for your meetings, if you're late for work, that's the point. Do you want to be the one who disciplines yourself? Or do you want an external force always disciplining yourself? And the thing is, the one thing that I always go back to is discipline equals freedom. Jocko will always say this. This is his mantra. But I take that to heart. Discipline is freedom because you have the freedom to decide what you'd like to discipline yourself over. 
that's a whole other topic as well, that particular statement. But we must understand that discipline is required. Creating a process naturally then comes next, right? After we have understand that discipline is what's required. How else will you create discipline, right? Goals are great too, but it's the process that will get you there. Much like Zeno of Citium would say, it is the small steps that create the biggest impacts. A good example would be your goal. A good example for your goal would be, I want to be a more fit person, right? That is a more achievable goal than something along the lines of, I want to be ripped or something, right? So creating the process associated to a proper goal. I want to be a fit person. So then you have to think to yourself, what would a fit person do? What kind of process would they have? They'd probably have a set gym time and stick to it whenever it's on their calendar. To add a layer of discipline on top of that, the first step to your process of getting to the gym could be right after work or a set time, you put on your gym clothes and play some music that gets you in the mindset of working out. You start creating a process for yourself. So the intention associated with that as well, when you put on your gym clothes, when that one song plays, you're in the zone. Do this every time you want to go to the gym. Over time, the process will become a habit. And over time, that habit will become a disciplined mindset, will become a disciplined, actionable thing that you end up doing. You're essentially Pavloving yourself. If you want to wake up earlier, that's a goal that you have. Prepare something the night before that makes it feel worthwhile to get up that early. Maybe your favorite coffee. Maybe you have a favorite wake-up song to associate to. That's also a great way to do it. Change the alarm setting on your phone. Do things that help you build that process. Don't think about, oh, it's going to be difficult to continuously wake up at 5 in the morning. I do it one day and then I slip. Don't think about the goal. Don't always think about the goal. You've already set that goal. Now think about the first steps. Think about the process. How can I get there? You can even start by having unwinding time, right? Unwinding time at night before you go to bed. Drink some chamomile tea or something like that. That really helps you get in the mindset of like, you know what? I'm going to be going to bed soon. For me personally, it's actually quite easy to go to bed. Like I, I sleep like a rock as soon as I get on the bed. And a big reason behind that is because I've disciplined my mind to understand that when I get in the bed, my bed is only ever used for sleep and for intimacy with my fiance. Those are the only two things that my bed is associated to. My fiance likes to like um, hang out on the bed and like relax and oh, this is my hangout spot. I don't do that. <laughs> I've Pavloved myself to to know that when I hit that bed, I'm either asleep or there's an intention uh, associated with the bed. But don't mix the two. That's how you create a proper process. Understanding that there are certain things that need to take place for a disciplined moment to occur. Remember to be strict with your process as well. Apply this method to other things of your life. Now, imagine the goal. 
Now create the process that will get that goal. Do it in the ways that make sense to you as well. Because I can tell you a process to help you get out of bed. I can tell you a process to, you know, get to the gym. But I don't know the root of your initial habits that are preventing you from creating a new habit. I don't know any of those things about you. You have to be self-critical and look deeply. Now, another key component to the journey of disciplining yourself is collecting records of your progress. I have a, a daily checklist. Sometimes it's two things. Sometimes it's 10 things. The point is, when I want to reflect on my Saturday nights, and I do this every Saturday night, I can see how much I actually accomplished. If I didn't accomplish something, what held me? What can I do better next time? What obstacle do I need to push through or go around? Part of disciplining yourself is being critical. If you didn't accomplish all you wanted to in the week prior, and you know you didn't, you sometimes need that shame. I mean, let's think about the, the job example earlier. Somebody's going to discipline you. Somebody's going to do it. So it's either somebody or something or you. You have to be the one in control of your life, not everybody else. If you are not being actionable in, your, in, in taking care of your home, for example, your significant other is going to get on you. And I mean, you have to be the one that, that understands that I need to build a discipline and the habits necessary to do what is necessary in my home to prevent, you know, I'm, I'm sure not everybody likes to get yelled at or like shamed by their significant other or their family members. You need to do that yourself. And not shame being the emotion that needs that needs to be felt, but because you need to tell yourself that you can do better. That's the point of it. You shouldn't, I'm not telling you to shame yourself so you feel bad and you sulk. No, you need to feel shame at times where you've failed so you can tell yourself you can do better next time or this is how I will do better next time. This is what I will do to become better. You need to think about what's next. You need to think about how can I continuously improve? Because it's okay to fall short. It's okay to be wrong, to mess up. All of that is part of the process. And it's not necessarily failing. You're learning. You're either winning or you're learning. You're not winning or failing. That's not the way you should see life. But when you do fall short, understand that you need to learn from it. Now, all of this sounds easy enough, right? Like disciplining yourself, telling yourself no, implementing a proper process for yourself to get to the goal, the first step. But let's say you're still tired. Let's say you're still slipping and on the level of discipline you want to achieve. A couple of things you can constantly remind yourself as a stoic is this. You're eventually going to die. Memento mori. Many of the great Stoics have mantras that they would tell themselves on a daily basis. Amor fati is another one. Marcus Aurelius would wake up, wake himself up saying, uh, am I really made to just feel the comfort of life? The bee does not complain for the work it needs to do for the colony. The lion doesn't groan with the tasks necessary to maintain its pride. Apply this to everything that you do. Do you want to be a better father, for example? You're going to die eventually. So cherish the moments with your child. 
Your time is limited. Do you want to get fit? Remember, remember that this is the body that will get you through life's struggles and the pains of life. So take care of the body that will get you through that. You want to wake up earlier? Remember that a third of your life is spent sleeping. A third of your life is spent working. And a third of your life is up to you. Do you really want to increase the amount of time in the grand scheme that makes up your life? Follow the Stoic mantras to create your own that are critical enough to get you to do what is required. Now, the final thing I want to say on this topic is also aiming low when you feel unsure. Thinking about the first step. Don't get scared or worried about whether or not you will reach this or that goal. It will be attained when you take that first step. When you focus your efforts on the lowest thing you can aim for, remember that there is humility in self-improvement. Accepting the lowest target is the potential necessity for self-improvement. I have lots of faith in you all, my fellow Stoics. Be well and stay Stoic. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really does help out the show. If you would like to check out Stoic Sage merch or read about the blog, please go to stoicsage.co. Also, give us a follow on Instagram and Facebook. Lastly, don't forget to become a member for our new exclusive Stoic Sage episodes. You can sign up using the link in the bio. I wish you well, fellow Stoics, on your path to sagehood.